on into the common room. This is your safe place. This is open space. All right, this is open space, and now we are joined by students coming from HKUGA College. Hey, everyone! Oh, hello. Hi. hi. Here are the students introducing themselves. Um, hi, my name is Amy. Hi, I'm Anson. I'm Justin. I'm Franco. Hey, we've chosen a pretty interesting topic to speak about today. I love that when you guys are choosing a topic that might be a little bit controversial, so we can have different kinds of views to be coming together in this discussion. Uh, we're talking about masculinity, and particularly, uh, we're going to speak a little bit more about toxic masculinity. I think we're going to start with Franco. You've got a pretty classic recent example to share. Um. So when we talk about Toxic masculinity. We have to mention the infamous Andrew Tate. Yeah. So um, you may have realized that he's not on social media, on YouTube, or any other platforms because he was cancelled. Mm -hmm. Cancelled because of the um, the toxic, the extreme point of view he has. Yeah. So um, today we're basically going to discuss what, why, and how he got cancelled. Right. Based on his point of view. Let's start with the what. What is it all about? He basically claims that um, it's not my opinion. <laughs> um, <laughs> he supports patriarchy, mm -hmm. and he thinks that, um, as an example, women should be in the kitchen doing dishes, right. which I strongly disagree. And I think that this is just misogyny. Yeah, I see. Justin, you're like giving yeah. a very agreeable smile. Yeah, of course. It's like. Uh, I mean, throwback to like 80s or 90s, patriarchy is really a thing in the society. But regarding today's uh, status quo of our today's society, uh, more of us are starting to promote like gender equality. And of course, uh, female can like experts can be experts in different industry, not just, for example, like Frank has mentioned, cleaning the dishes, doing yeah. housework. And as a man. Uh, I feel really angry and sad to see like some someone like Andrew Tate that like promote something that is so toxic and so extreme that our society shouldn't like get into this. Yeah. How about Anson? What are your views on this? Well, uh, Franco and Justin have talked about you know the sort of misogynistic side of uh, toxic masculinity. I kind of want to talk about how this has affected you know me as a person. Yes, please. Uh, yeah, because. As a male myself, I feel like uh, toxic masculinity has given a really negative self-image of myself. For example, like uh, masculinity often requires you to have like a six-pack or like right. really large muscles, which are frankly not healthy. The macho man kind of image. yeah, yeah, the macho man kind of vibe. Yeah. So I think I don't have that. So it's <laughs> so it's like really like degrading for me to look at Andrew Tate's like thoughts and opinions on like uh, his previous social like media and just feel what am I doing with my life? Like why am I not like him until I realize this this is not who I should be. Yeah. yeah. Body image really definitely goes all ways. I mean, it affects so many young girls, for example, to look like K-pop stars. And it also has an effect on men as well. Now coming to Amy, tell me about your views coming from a female point of view. Well, coming from a female point of view, um, actually I think that this toxic masculinity, like it really harms women rights a lot. But then on the same time, uh, as a global citizen, I would say, I think that many male also suffer from this a lot. Mm. Well, because um, from my 
personal point of view, my grandfather is a person with toxic masculinity, right. which caused my dad um, to be abused when and when he was a child. So this um, masculinity affects my dad a lot. So. Um, Although he, my father carries some characteristics of、um, having this kind of masculinity,、um, actually I think that this is my grandfather is spoiled by this culture, so this harms my father's、um, mental health a lot. And、mm. actually, he takes a lot of time to recover from that. And until now, he still carries this kind of.、Um, Toxic mindset sometimes, and this actually affects me. And I will think that, well, actually, am I am not performing well as a woman? But then, after like having so many years of education, I I am、um, realized that actually it's okay, and I have no problems. And it is the issue of the old culture, I would say. Hmm. I don't know whether you've seen this kind of viral image that we've come across on the internet、uh, a while ago. It's、uh, it's basically five different characters of different ages, and the oldest one, like Amy said, from a previous generation, would be yelling abusive language towards the younger version of themselves. And it takes one person in the middle, one generation, to start up with the shield and stop that and start channeling something more positive. And I think we are the generation to do that right now. So as we are getting woke. <laughs> What can we do to fix what was wrong from previous generations, or maybe just you know a very old-fashioned mindset? Well, firstly, because of this entire like generations of like influence of toxic masculinity on like even our law systems or like stereotypes in society, I feel like the first thing we really need to fix is how like systemic sexism、mm. has、uh, affected our maybe like law code. So we firstly have to change that because that's a very practical thing that we have to take care of before we can start working on more of the societal problems、right. and like society、uh, like negative stereotypes with like body image, for example,、mm. like we talked about. Yeah. Well,、uh, about body image, I think there is absolutely no issue with getting healthy. Like if you exercise every day just to get healthy and not die at a young age, then I think this is absolutely fine.、Sure. But to Exercise excessively by、um, injecting steroids,、right. or、um, you know, just leave everything behind and go to the gym every day. Then that is definitely unhealthy. But being、uh, healthy, there's nothing wrong, wrong about wrong. that. There's nothing wrong. <clears throat> right. Yeah. So I think social media that plays a very crucial role in,、uh, especially teenagers,、uh, since we consume so many,、uh, you know, Instagram reels, YouTube shorts. Like these、yeah. are all the things that. Rooted in teenagers' minds, and I think、uh, YouTubers, there must be someone who need to stand out and amplify the voice of those who promote healthy masculinity and those who advocate for gender equality.、Uh, influencers can help to reduce the spread of those damaging and toxic、uh, stereotypes and message of the masculinity. And、uh, I think this is not just about masculinity, toxic masculinity, or、uh, feminism. And as a human being, we should respect everyone,、uh, regardless of their gender,、uh, race, or socio-economic status. And influencers can definitely use their platform like Instagram, YouTube, to、uh, condemn behavior that are toxic and promote something that's healthy, like what Franco has mentioned:、mm. do more exercise,、uh, respect everyone, and yeah. 
develop a healthy well-being. Yeah. I do think that we are the generation that is achieving more, at least closer to what gender equality should be. I mean, at the moment, we can see, for example, in the entertainment world, artists like Sam Smith really channeling whatever they believe in. And then you've got actors like Jennifer Lawrence calling out that she's still upset about Leonardo DiCaprio getting five million more dollars than her in the same movie with the same amount of roles that they are playing. So I think the fact that we are calling out sort of wrong situations or situations that we're unhappy about is already a great first step. Now, when we talk about healthy masculinity, you mentioned that the body is one part, but the mental health is also very important. I want to focus on that a little bit. How can we promote mentally healthy masculinity? Is there such a thing? Well, I would say that mentally health, there's no real difference between a person who has like a gen more gender equal point of view mm. uh, or a person that has like a healthy masculinity. Like it's, it's fine that you can have a mindset that tells yourself like you have to perform like different roles as a man, but you also have to, you know, listen to uh, people of the other gender and you know take their opinions or either like accept them or anyway analyze them mm. but if to me if you're saying healthy masculinity and and gender equality i have to pick one i would pick you know, gender equality because i don't think that there's truly like a real men mentally healthy kind of masculinity that mm. exists without us having like skewed most mindsets to be like you have to have this body image or you have to perform these roles or you have to like perform this way to another person yeah mm. well actually adding on Anson's point I think that um, why toxic masculinity is toxic is because that they are trying to achieve something by harming others right well actually I think that well the toxic masculinity is topic that uh, is on social media, which is called PUA. I don't know, uh, have you ever heard of that? Mm. Well, its full name is Pickup Artist, and which is like trying to get some so-called love by right. controlling others. So I think that toxic masculinity is trying to perform this on women. So that's why it is toxic. But then talking about healthy masculinity, um, I think it is always healthy at, at the point that you have not harming others' rights or mm. you have bring not um, no negative impacts on others, then it will be a healthy one. Right. Um, I absolutely agree with Amy. Um, I think that um, what draws the line between toxic masculinity and normal masculinity is whether you harm people around you or not. Mm. So if you harm people around you, then definitely that's toxic. But if you're just trying to protect the people around you, for example, firemen, you have to get strong, mentally strong to save people, right? You, you, you cannot be afraid of fire and be physically incapable of saving people to be a fireman. So um, this is very important. And also the second part, what uh, Miss Howe mentioned, um, also the mindset mm. of masculinity. Um, for example, if you wake up every day feeling sad, feeling down, you have to get up every day and still do what you're supposed to do. You still have to go study, you still have to work. This is what I think um, healthy means. Yeah. Uh, so regarding Anson's opinion on choosing between gender equality and also masculinity, um, I think we do need to choose. Like we can keep both of them. Uh, mm. For me, I think masculinity is really important for a man. Uh, masculinity is important because of how it can benefit men by bringing them uh, a sense of belonging, a sense of 
uh, approval of himself. And masculinity is often used to define men's role in our society, setting expectations for how they should act or what they should do, and which provide them with a greater and social and economic opportunities. And uh, influencers nowadays can use their platforms to promote such uh, masculinity and this could include like highlighting individuals who are breaking down gender stereotypes or who are challenging the traditional ideas of what the masculinities might look like, which the 80s or the 90s. Right. Yeah. Amazing. I think you guys brought up some really amazing points and I agree with pretty much all of them. So thank you so much for bringing this topic to us. And I think this, again, is something that takes efforts from both sides. You know, you can't promote feminism to an extreme point of view then you're basically discriminating men, right? It's the same kind of mindset when we come to wanting to tackle toxic masculinity. So thank you again for the conversation. Amazing points. We just heard from Amy Anson, Justin Franco, and they're all as five students from HKUGA College. Thank you so much for joining yeah, us thank today. You. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you.